0: You're listening to another edition of the Carboline Tech Service Podcast. This is Jack Walker. With me, as always, is Mr. Paula, Paula Jamis, Director of Technical Service and things and stuff. You recording? Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I am. Yeah, it's great to be here again, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm going to put on my radio voice. I don't know if you noticed, we got a visitor here with us today. We do? Yeah, today? Yeah, today. Who? Ron. Oh, you you mean the interview the the pre-taped interview that we're going to go to. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, he's totally here. Right now. With us in studio. <laughs> So we got Ronald Brecherer. He's coming in. He's from BIC, BYK. They're one of the biggest, if not the biggest, additive supplier for the industrial coating and pretty much any coating
1: yeah. um industry. And their additives and, you know, span more than just paint. You know, they have additives for all sorts of markets, plastics and, you know, every you name it, and they've probably got an additive for it.
0: But Ron is the in-use manager for the protective coatings uh, segment of the, the BIC industry, and uh, he has all of North America.
1: So what we're really saying is he's got a
0: ton of frequent flyer miles. He's also my golfing buddy. And, you could do worse. Uh, you know, when we taped this interview, it was the day before we played in the St. Louis Paint and Coating Society's uh, Scramble we were optimistic, and we uh, we did okay. We started off with an eagle, so we thought the whole day was going to be amazing. Day. And then we parred like 11 holes in a row. Yeah, that won't so do it on that, a scramble. That doesn't do it in a scramble. But I did win longest putt. I, I sunk a 20 and a half footer. More luck than skill, but it, <laughs> it still went in. It counts. It shows up on the scorecard. It was one of our handful of birdies, and I got a nice little jacket out of it.
1: Oh, well, congratulations
0: yeah, on that. I know. So if you guys out there listening to this want me to come and play in your scramble, go ahead and how, how would they get hold of us, Paul?
1: Yeah, they can reach us at at com. You can reach me at Paul underscore CTSP on Twitter. And you can reach Jack, if you need that long putt, at Jack underscore CTSP.
0: Look, I'm not going to promise that the golf is going to be any good, okay?
1: You're saying you'll be there just for the company?
0: Yes. At you're <laughs> you're going to have a good time if we play golf together. You will You will not be bored. And there'll probably be things that are said that we can't say here on this podcast. Oh, I'm sure. I know what it was like just warming up for this interview. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And so now we're going to go ahead and go to our interview and discussion with Ron about BYK. All right, Paul. So this week joining us is kind of one of those things that I had a brain fart. Uh. Tomorrow is our big St. Louis Painting and Coatings golf outing. Yep. And I always golf with my good buddy, Ronald Brashear, who is, uh, he works for BIC. And I didn't even realize the two things could, like, coexist with each other, that Hey, Ron knows what he's talking about. It was you your know? work
1: life and your social life. And now yeah, you've right. crossed the streams <laughs> and you've brought the two of them together. It'll never Is be the that... same.
0: Anyway. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. But anyway, uh, I called Rod and he was nice enough to clear some time and come on in to talk about Bic and who they are and what they do. So, Ron, welcome to the show.
2: Thank you for having
0: me. And Thanks Ron- for coming. Ron is the in-use manager for BIC here? uh... For North America. Okay,
1: yeah, for North America. So you've got kind of a small geography then, is that? (laughs)
2: Well, it's it's a small geography, but what BIC does is BIC breaks down the market into what we call in-uses. So we operate on a five in-use principle within the coatings market. So one in-use would be the marine and protective coatings. Uh, We do that. One is a special coatings, which encompasses general industrial, power coatings, cannon coil coatings deco market of wood coatings Transportation. So those are the five in-uses within our paint.
0: So for those of you who don't know uh, what BIC is and who they are, we'll, we'll get a little bit more into that. But basically, if you remember back to episode 12, we talked a little bit about the chemistry of coatings within tank lining specifically. And then there's several other episodes throughout the whole history of this thing where we've talked a little bit about the chemistry. So BIC, they make additives that make the paint do the things that you want it to do. That's I know that's an oversimplification. So Ron... And
2: that's probably an oversimplification, but it's accurate. I mean, what we try to do as a raw material supplier is to make your products behave the way you want them to. So we start out with one of our largest divisions would be our wetting and dispersing group. So this deals with know how to effectively disperse your pigments or color pigments, extenders uh, into the uh, binder matrix. Uh, Then From there, we move forward to the other groups. Rheology modifiers is a big one for us, particularly in the marine and protective segment. Uh, Surface additives, defoamers, uh, things like adhesion promoters. So we cover all major additive groups within our product portfolio.
1: So going back to my beginning days in the coatings industry, I was a formulator for, for a different paint company. Worked in different parts of the liquid parts of... I've I've always called them coatings. It's not protective coatings like we have, but they're coatings nonetheless. And throughout all of those, BIC has been a big supporter of what we were doing. I remember several times in particular, I had one, it was I was working on a floor paint and I was just having nothing but trouble trying to get it wet out. And it was one of those of we got together, me and my supervisor, and we called up our BIC representative at the time and said, hey, here's what we're doing. Here's what we have in it. You know, is there something we can do? And honestly, in that case, it was a pH adjustment we had to make. And it made all the world a difference as to how it worked. But you guys really are specialists in those finite ingredients that really make a huge difference in what we do or how they work. And you guys are really specialists in that last that last foot of that mile run that we make as we do formulations and product development.
2: That, that's true. I mean, if you look at the bulk performance of any coating system, the bulk performance is going to come from your binder. Yep. Outside of that, everything is either there to augment the performance of the binder or we say to have a the least negative impact on that binder performance so what we do when we design additive packages is we're going to try to get the best overall performance with get this the minimal impact or the minimal addition of additive because we understand that the right amount is critical it really is critical.
1: one of the things we do if anybody comes to our uh, corrosion school if you haven't you should um one they of gotcha the talks gun. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. One of the things we have is the breakdown, you know, what's in a bucket of paint and you know, you've got your rocks and that's all of your pigments and your extenders and all that kind of stuff. And you have your glue and that's whatever binder system you're using, whether it's an epoxy or an alkyd or an acrylic. And you know, you have your, your solvent, whatever the carrier is, it might be water could be, you know, mineral spirits, MEK, whatever your solvents are. And then there's that little teeny tiny layer across the very top, and that little tiny layer, we usually just say, yeah, that's the additives and the other little stuff. That's where you guys live.
2: That's, that's where we live in that additive segment of the formulation. I mean, in the years past, it was only maybe one or two percent of the formulation. But as formulations have become more complex, regulations become more stringent, additive consumption or demand has increased just because of that. I mean, as you go to ultra-high solids or 100% solids, or even waterborne, the additive level is definitely increased to the, in the formulation. So now we, in a water-based formula, we could be up to maybe 4 or 5% of total additive in the formulation. And that's if you count all additives that are going to be used in that, it's much more significant than what it was in years past.
1: And it really is. It's one of those, those functions of, as the technology has gotten more complicated, as the, the resin systems and the coating systems, more demands from regulators and users, as all of that has happened, the basic binder systems we use didn't change. So there are other things that we've had to do to be able to force these new high solids things to actually flow out properly, wet out properly, to get your your agents, your your pigments to mix into the solutions. And that's what we've been doing with Beck.
0: It's that time again. It's that time to remind you that Carboline pays the bills for this thing. So we'd like to take a minute to talk about the CarboSeal 985. CarboSeal
1: 985 is a versatile polyaspartic floor coating that you can use with quartz, metallic, you can put flake in it,
0: you can use it neat. It has a very long working time with a quick return to service. You're usually getting about a 45-minute working time and you're walking on it in two hours. So once again, that's the Carboseal 985. For more information, go to www.carboline.com. Yeah, I, I just wanted to chime in here from the painter perspective and oversimplify even again, because I feel like that's what I do here. So when you think about all the additives, when you're applying material, whether you're, you're spraying or you're rolling, additives really have a huge effect there. You'll see, you know, when they say wetting out, they want it to hit the surface and they want it to flow. So little things like this go a long way. The defomers help prevent bubbling in your top coats or your coating in general.
2: The end user or the end applicator wants their work to look good. Part of what we feel about any additive package, we deal with feel, flow, and finish. If you think of the three F's, that we seldom say is, but that's really what the end user is looking for. And so is how do you design an additive package to complement your binder package that's going to give the three F's. And if you can do that, then you're successful.
0: Without sacrificing the performance that the manufacturer is looking for when they design the product.
2: That is true. I mean, that yeah. goes, performance is, we care about performance first and foremost. Yep. The applicator cares about how it looks, yep. the aesthetics of it. Yep. But we're concerned about really how functional that coating is going to be for its intended service purpose.
1: Yeah, one of the things that you have to keep in mind when we talk about the formulation of a coating, thinking about epoxies right now. If you go to your local hardware store and you buy that little syringe and it's got the two little plungers and you press them together and it mixes it together, that is the epoxy glue. That isn't really that different than what we start out with for paint. When we have epoxy paints, we have an A and a B, and it is pure epoxy resin. That's glue, and everybody identifies it in a syringe as glue, but when you put it in paint, it sometimes loses that effect. And the main reason is everything that we do to it decreases that adhesion value. So the more pigment we have to put in, the less glue is there. The more solvent that gets put in, the less glue is there. The more additives, the less glue is there. So the whole goal is to try to maximize performance with the minimal amount of things that you can put into it. And that's really why you have to have these additives is to help force everything to be able to stay together with such a minimal amount. Now in these, like, like Ron had said, in these ultra high solids there sometimes isn't any additional solvent for things to be able to mix with. So you've got these very high viscosity products that you're trying to get to mix together uniformly. And we're trying to do it without having an adverse effect on the adhesion values of the products.
2: We have, you no know, service labs uh, in the U.S. and Mexico. And our job is, you know, if there's an issue, send us some paint we'll look at it for you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, we do the same thing. So it's nice to know that when you buy, you know, Carboline paint, you're, Not only getting the support of Carbline, but you're getting the support of our suppliers as well. Correct. Well, I think that about does it for this week. Ron, thanks for coming in so much. Uh, This was the least fun that we're going to have in the next two days. This is true. This (laughs) is true. Yeah, tomorrow Ron and I will be playing hooky. No, I'm working. No, we're working. Oh, yeah. It's like Totally working. We're going to develop whole new paint products.
1: I don't think the podcast is on Vic's radar yet, so
2: you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> well, maybe I told what I, I told a colleague, "Oh, yeah, have a, we have a podcast." She's like, "Really?" I'm telling the marketing group. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens.
0: So, big people, I hope you like it. Don't put Ron in trouble.
1: No, but feel free to go ahead and subscribe. That yeah. way, you get these every week. This listen is, every week. We're, I mean, we're quickly approaching on our one year here doing this. Every single Monday, we release these podcasts, and you know, subscribe to them, and you're going to get all the background. Like we talked about, you know, some of the stuff that these properties that BIC makes, they're big functions in back when we did surface tolerant coatings in episode number 27 and surface additives. Yep. Yep. And episode 12, when we talked about tank lining chemistry and episodes 44, 43, 42, 30, 15, 16, all had a lot of their qualities came from the additives that we use. And BIC is the big dog in that market. They're the ones they help us out whenever we have a problem with it. They're one of the main suppliers. And like I
2: said, our goal is to uh, you know, help our customers be successful. And we appreciate that. No worries.
0: Well, thanks for coming in, Ron.
2: Thank and, you. And, and, and we say be good or be good at it. So I can't tell you which one.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all for us. We'll see you next Monday.